Beneath the cheerful facade of a neighborhood party clown, a sinister secret lurked in the shadows. Known for his charitable work and friendly demeanor, John Wayne Gacy hid a gruesome truth that would shock the nation to its core. This is the terrifying story of the killer clown. Welcome to Crime Quickie, where we explore the captivating world of crime stories. We're your hosts, Paige Turner and Lucy Fur. In today's episode, we will take a look at the horrifying case of John Wayne Gacy, a seemingly ordinary man who brutally murdered at least 33 young men and boys while concealing his true nature behind a colorful mask. Join us as we delve into the twisted world of one of America's most notorious serial killers. To understand the chilling story of John Wayne Gacy, we must first delve into his early life. Born in Chicago in 1942, Gacy had a troubled childhood marked by an abusive father and struggles with his own identity. Despite these challenges, Gacy was an ambitious young man who sought to build a successful life for himself. He eventually moved to Iowa and married, becoming a respected businessman and community leader. However, the respectable facade Gacy maintained concealed a growing darkness. In 1968, Gacy's sinister double life was first exposed when he was convicted of sexually assaulting two teenage boys. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison, but due to his model behavior, he was released on parole after serving only 18 months. Following his release, Gacy returned to Chicago and started a construction business. He remarried and became an active member of his community, known for hosting elaborate parties and volunteering as a clown for local children's events. It was during this time that Gacy's murderous impulses began to surface, revealing the true depths of his depravity. Gacy's killing spree began in 1972, targeting young men and boys whom he lured to his home under various pretenses, such as offering them jobs or simply inviting them to social gatherings. Once they were in his grasp, Gacy would overpower his victims using a trick he referred to as the handcuff trick. He would convince his victims to put on handcuffs under the guise of a magic act or a harmless prank, rendering them defenseless. With his victims unable to escape, Gacy would subject them to brutal torture and sexual assault before ultimately murdering them, often by strangulation. After killing his victims, Gacy would bury their bodies in the crawl space beneath his house or dispose of them in nearby rivers when he ran out of space. As the years passed, Gacy's murderous rampage continued, claiming the lives of at least 33 young men and boys. However, his carefully constructed double life began to crumble when the families of the missing young men and a few surviving victims started to point the finger at Gacy. In December of 1978, the police began to investigate Gacy in connection to the disappearance of 15-year-old Robert Piast. Gacy had offered Piast a job at his construction company, and the teenager was last seen leaving the pharmacy where he worked, telling his mother he was going to speak with Gacy about the job opportunity. As the authorities started to unravel Gacy's web of lies, they uncovered a disturbing pattern of missing young men and boys, many of whom had connections to Gacy. On December 21, 1978, after obtaining a search warrant, police entered Gacy's suburban Chicago home, and the horrifying truth finally came to light. In the crawl space beneath Gacy's house, investigators discovered the remains of 29 victims, buried in shallow graves. Four additional bodies were later found in nearby rivers, discarded when Gacy ran out of room beneath his home. 
The sheer magnitude of his crime sent shockwaves through the nation, and Gacy became known as the Killer Clown, forever linking his heinous acts with the cheerful image of his alter ego, Pogo the Clown. With the gruesome discovery of the bodies, Gacy was arrested and charged with multiple counts of murder. The subsequent trial, held in 1980, became a media sensation, as the world watched in horror at the revelations of Gacy's unspeakable crimes. Gacy's defense attempted to argue that he was insane and therefore not responsible for his actions. However, the jury rejected this defense, and Gacy was found guilty of 33 counts of murder. John Wayne Gacy was sentenced to death, and after spending 14 years on death row, he was executed by lethal injection on May 10, 1994, at the Stateville Correctional Center in Illinois. Though Gacy's life had come to an end, the impact of his crimes would continue to haunt the families of his victims and the nation as a whole, serving as a chilling reminder of the evil that can lurk behind the most unsuspecting of faces. The story of John Wayne Gacy is a harrowing reminder of the darkness hidden within some individuals, capable of committing unspeakable acts of violence and cruelty. As we reflect on Gacy's chilling crimes, we must also remember the 33 young lives tragically cut short, the families left behind to grapple with the loss of their loved ones, and the communities forever changed by the shadow cast by the killer clown. Though Gacy's reign of terror is long over, his chilling legacy serves as a cautionary tale, urging us to remain vigilant and to trust our instincts when something seems amiss. It is our hope that by shining a light on these dark stories, we can contribute to a greater understanding of the complexities of human nature and the importance of safeguarding our communities from those who may wish to do us harm. That's it for this episode of Crime Quickie. A quick preview of our next episode. On a chilling November morning in 1986, the tight-knit community of Long Beach, New York, was shaken to its core by the brutal murder of a young, promising student. This unsolved case has haunted investigators for decades, leaving a trail of unanswered questions and a sense of injustice. This is the tragic story of Haim Weiss, a 15-year-old yeshiva student whose life was cut short in a mystery that remains unsolved.